0: Welcome to Love Canberra, a show about love, sex and relationships here in the heart of the nation. I'm Ivana Ho.
1: chuck it sort of in there and you flip it and you start, I think it goes that way. Yeah, uh, that's it. It was
0: a Saturday morning and Matthew was showing me how to use his spirit dispenser. So you use that to serve spirits? Serve spirits, in. yes. Okay, cool. Admittedly, I was the one who led us to that part of his living room.
1: Probably too early to drink anyway. <laughs>
0: it's 12 o'clock somewhere.
1: It's 12 o'clock somewhere.
0: I'd hope to ease us into things, make it more comfortable. He seemed a little nervous.
1: So, uh, you married? You're not married, are you? No. Hmm. I well, thought you might be married or something. Cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. <laughs> that question came out of nowhere. Yeah, way. I
1: know, I know, it's <laughs> just one of those things. I'm a spontaneous kind of guy.
0: I'm not sure that it worked.
1: <clears> throat> yes, throat> need some water. Okay, go yeah. ahead, yeah. <laughs> My throat's getting dry. Uh, I have to take care of my voice,
0: you know? Yeah, like sing songs. of course. <laughs> I first met Matthew in 2016 on the set of an independent feature film. We were both extras without speaking roles and played guests at a party. This basically involved standing around chatting, eating and drinking. After filming wrapped the day, we did some more chatting, eating and drinking. Today, though, we weren't here to reminisce about our past. Instead, we were going to talk about some pretty life-changing events that had happened to Matthew since that film shoot. But first, we started talking about his mother.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, my mum actually stays here most of the time anyway, so...
0: What do you mean, she stays here?
1: Well, as in, like, she she, she stays over. Okay, so she, yeah, she, I see. Yeah.
0: What does she do the so does she spend like every night here or
1: um most nights most nights yeah well, okay. he's actually my house so yeah yeah she works in a hospital
0: okay how old is she
1: my uh 58. oh
0: okay okay yeah. yeah so she's not not very old at all
1: no not really yeah
0: uh, she must have had you like quite young when she was 18 yeah oh okay yeah just a kid yeah
1: he was just a kid.
0: Yeah. I mean I guess it's nice, isn't it, that there's not that much of an age gap between the two of you. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good. It's twenty years. And it's same with my father as well. He was it was I think it was nineteen when he mm-hmm. had me as well. Just mm. just a kid.
0: Did he pass away?
1: No, he didn't pass away. Okay. No, but they, they split up when we were young. So mm.
0: Is he still in Canberra? He's still in Canberra, yeah. Okay. He's remarried. Yeah. Do you see him much?
1: Mm, every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then I see Dad. Um you know, didn't see him much as a kid but trying to see him now.
0: Did he remarry young? Like, or um, like a long time ago?
1: Probably good question. Maybe like fifteen, twenty years ago. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So it wasn't because of his new family that he didn't end up seeing you very much?
1: No, definitely not. Not because of that. Okay. It's a very, very comp yeah, very complicated um scenario, that one, yeah. All I remember as a kid is just sort of being with dad and not much of it and then went to refuges and all that kind of stuff and had to escape and mm. and then there was cops and everything and court and
0: Why did you want a relationship with him do you think?
1: I think um dad was trying but he couldn't really um, be, I'll tell you why because it's too difficult to like have anger for someone it's just it's too much you just need to forgive forgiveness is the it's a big thing mm-hmm. after to, it's too much of a burden there's no one really feels it but you and i mean everyone goes through things we all have our you know someone we don't want to forgive or we're upset about but it's just easier to mm. in the end it's difficult at first to forgive someone but when you do you feel liberated it's very good
0: have you had many people in your life who you've had to forgive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I have. Mm. Well, you're a better person than I am. I'm not very good at forgiving and getting past things.
1: Um, they say forgive, don't forget, but you know, um, it depends what it is, what they've done, I guess. If, if they chopped your leg off, then you can't forgive them. Mm-hmm. But um, I've had some pretty nasty shit happen to me. Mm. But I forgive.
0: Because you don't want to kind of live with having that anger. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's poisonous. It's just poisonous. You know, when you're driving along and I don't know if you feel this, but I've caught myself doing it. I was just driving along and I go, God damn it, that bitch, what she did to me. And I'm like, oh, God, (laughs) it's not good. Mm. I remember when I first met you, you were saying your parents aren't around or something like that. You were saying that your parents close by or?
0: Yeah, well, it's a good memory that you have there. Um, Yeah, so my father died in 2009.
1: I didn't know he'd passed away. You didn't mention that. I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah. And um, my parents had separated when I was, like, seven. And my father used to take me to see my mother every Christmas. Mm -mm -mm. uh, Particularly, you know, like, after we moved away from the city where my mother lived. Then after a while, like when I was in my mid-teens, I became a bit resentful of the fact that my mother wasn't making very much of an effort to have a proper relationship with me. Mm. And um, that kind of came to a head. And yeah, then I stopped seeing her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she stopped contacting me.
1: So you have not spoken to your mum since?
0: Yeah, since I was like 15. Mm.
1: Sorry to hear that. I could have ta- I could. I probably could have Taken that path too To be honest with my dad I guess our parents Split up Yeah you were seven I was about seven or eight Eight Something like that right? Yeah That's a tough one mm. That's a tough one it's either, I guess my dad used to He was pretty physical So you know He used his Hands too But mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: the way it is mm.
0: Yeah I guess you and I Have taken kind of Different paths In that respect In terms of You seeking to maintain that relationship with him and mm, mm, mm. um and me not
1: i guess i'm trying to help in some some aspects you know help my my, my dad is at least you know uh, he's getting older but i don't want you know uh, he was young didn't know better i look back when i was that age and i was very stupid myself it's a different kind of guy but we all make mistakes mm. you know um and uh it's just um i guess it just depends who you are but he's got another family now and he's he's got another daughter but i have another half sister mm-hmm. and you know she's 15 now and yeah
0: do you have much of a relationship mm. with that family yeah yeah okay.
1: yeah i do mm. it's interesting to see it's like wow completely opposite to what it was when we were kids what what it's just it's just an opposite sort of like when i go around there they're having christmas they're having birthdays they're having all these things we didn't have any of that we never had christmases we never had birthdays we never never had gifts with him no yeah
0: yeah Yeah. is there a part of you that resents that he was able to make it work with them and that he gives them these things that he didn't give to you not
1: not um good question not anymore no maybe when i was a kid but i sort of got over that i thought when i became an adult uh i just realized yeah i I make my own decisions i make my own choices i don't have to be crippled by my past or in control of my own actions
0: okay and Um, your feelings
1: yeah absolutely in control of my own feelings yeah yeah okay yeah yeah definitely that's why martial arts i did it
0: how how do martial arts help you to control your feelings
1: um well because i was fighting a lot when i was a kid um just going to a lot of different schools, Getting got expelled from Linham High. Are you familiar with Linham High?
0: No, oh. I mean, I know of it, but I don't know anything about it.
1: Yeah, it's all fenced off now. So here's a story with that. Back in 1992, I used to skip school a lot and they had no fence. Anyway, I ran into an old teacher 10 years ago and he said, oh, you were the worst. There's a fence there now because of the likes of you. I said, oh, shit. So anyway, um, always fighting in schools. Bigger kids, and I was, for me, I felt like I was a smaller kid, I was very skinny. I was extremely skinny. I just couldn't really fight, and but I had all this anger, you know, and I would pick fights with guys much bigger than me, and groups of guys much bigger than me, not really knowing what I, you know, and then I'm like, I remember being on the ground, just getting pounded out (laughs) by this big kid, some old kid, and you know, blood everywhere, and it was, it's like, oh, shit my sister she's like oh my god there's just kids and that and then I, and then um i ended up going to a school without walls it's called swale you might, might be familiar with that school um and then i met some friends that did martial arts and i did it I, I was into arts when i was a lot younger but then i got more serious into it as i got older and then i just started hanging out with sort of adults and kids bigger than me they could well just much better than me but I was learning from them
0: so how do martial arts or how did martial arts help you to control your feelings I mean I can understand with anger but you know I
1: probably didn't um to be honest like when I was younger I was very very angry in my early 20s I was a really angry dude yeah like mmm bad pick and fights, all that kind of stuff. Even though I was doing martial arts. Um
0: what were you angry about?
1: I don't know, to be honest. It's a good question. I'm probably just my past and being a kid and just missing out on things and not having like the dad figure around and to, you know, it's like I should be married by now. I'm like twenty one. I'm like <laughs> all the Serbs at my age will like you know, settle down and and um maybe music actually helped more than anything and mm
0: and so you used to be in some movies where you would perform fight scenes fight scenes stuff and stuff, stuff. Like, yeah that's right okay
1: yeah. a, a, a few yeah
0: hmm. just canberra ones or? um
1: actually sydney sometimes we did a few sydney uh yeah we did we did like a music video in sydney um which was interesting i fought a fish a guy with a fish
0: You fought a guy with a fish? A guy with a fish, yeah. What?
1: Yeah, he had a fish and um, he... Actually, do I have the fish? I can't remember. I got knocked out actually. So my memory on that one is really vague because I sustained some like head injury. The scene was he, this bloke, he picked me up and then just body slammed me on the ground and I was supposed to tuck my head in properly, which I didn't. And I let my neck go back and then the head hit the ground and... I was like out for a bit and then, yeah, really bad. And for the whole day, I was just like, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, can I ask, how old are you? Yeah, I
1: thought you were going to ask that.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you've been like making references to. I'm, you. I'm,
1: I'm 39. You're 39? Yeah, okay. Is that old?
0: that you were talking about yourself i know yeah it just yeah
1: it's pretty old it's ancient i turned th- 40 in may i do 20 32 30. 32 yeah when, when do you turn 33 october october okay cool yeah 33 yeah. 33 32 that's a good age i would have thought you were younger than that but yeah mm. yeah
0: and we met like three years ago was it or something like that i
1: think so it was yeah it was i was crazy back then don't worry so i don't know i was going through some shit oh really yeah
0: i didn't i didn't realize
1: oh okay it was probably just i don't know Mm. but it wasn't the real
0: right okay (laughs) so so who were you back then three years ago Who
1: was i i was a guy just trying to work out what the hell was going on trying to find myself it was three years ago i think so wow a lot has happened in three years, so, um...
0: What precipitated this kind of, you know, journey of self?
1: Journey of so I'm making mistakes, doing things, trying different things, um, learning a couple of bad relationships. Just things like that, yeah.
0: And all that kind of just built up and they put you in a spot where you where you what (laughs) do you think
1: um just not caring but although that's the funny thing because I still care so but just trying to cut my emotions away you know Mm.
0: you felt like you you felt too deeply about things Mm.
1: a little bit sometimes so uh and then I just sort of went fuck it I'm just gonna be like everyone else hmm
0: and what's everybody else like?
1: Well, guys, you know, guys—not not everyone else, but sort of like you know, caring but not caring kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like the more you bend over backwards for women, sometimes it doesn't really help.
0: And do you think that you used to do that?
1: I think so, definitely, absolutely. In what way? Um, well, uh, for instance, one of the girls I was with, she she would say, you know, go, go get me some pizza. And I'll go get a pizza and bring it back and she's like, Okay, I'll talk to you later. I'm like, alright. And I was like, Cool. Something like that. one of those that's just an example. Or I would just um just naive I think in a lot of things.
0: So why would you let them treat you that way?
1: Good question. Stupid. Yeah. Just not know not really know this is going back years. So not really knowing what to do, or maybe, maybe I liked her, maybe, or something like that, or, you know, once you start getting experience, like, you know, experience with people and women, and you start to, um, I don't know, look at it differently. Anyway, that's mm. something.
0: So how old were you when you met Sammy?
1: I met Sammy when I was 36.
0: And so you were still sort of in this state of being unsure of yourself and...
1: I was pretty sure. I just sure? Yeah, I was pretty sure. Like, I wanted to, like, sort of settle down and just t- take it easy. Having a stable relationship was not a bad thing. You know, um, I always sort of get into relationships and it would just end for whatever reason. So... And it was nice to have, like, a, a normal, stable relationship.
0: So how did you meet Sammy?
1: Through a mutual friend. Yeah. Okay. Oh. She, she was a... Oh, sorry. Go on. She was a student at uh, the university, uh, Belconnen University.
0: Conan University? Yeah, UC.
1: Is that oh, you know okay. what it's called? Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I actually used to go there, so I should know.
0: <laughs> so was it the case that your mutual friend, like, set you guys up, or were you just at the same event that say your mutual friend was at, oh, oh, holding or?
1: yeah yeah um it was like a, a mutual event uh, i used to run a lot of gaming events and we just sort of t- started talking and and eventually uh yeah just hung out a little bit more and it, it did go it did it did move pretty quickly i felt like i'm very slow with things i could like take it easy it was all right yeah
0: and so when you said that you know what do you mean by you normally take it easy and but with her things kind of moved
1: it just quickly. felt like it yeah good yeah good question it just felt like it would you know we could talk for hours and you know there was one time i think it was the second date we had um i brought her here and we talked pretty much all day in the dark <laughs> it was weird but she was cool with it i was like oh cool can i turn a light on but we just talked for hours and hours and hours and hours and then i looked at the time Shit, i felt like time just went really quick but it didn't we were there for a long time so that was the second time and then we just sort of hung out a lot and um yeah
0: so what sort of things did you talk about you well, know you were able to converse for hours
1: oh that's a good question <laughs> Um, mm. Well, we talked about all sorts of things. We talked about movies, talked about past relationships, um, bad relationships, good relationships. Um, I think at that point we both hadn't seen anyone for a while, so sort of like just talking about sex and things like that, and which was one of which I don't know if it's a it's a normal thing to talk about, but like not on the second date. You know? <laughs> <So> <laughs> it depends who you are, right? so um we're just talking about that kind of stuff and i don't know just one thing led to another and yeah
0: so you didn't like her from the get-go i did i definitely did did. i
1: absolutely did yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah absolutely
0: so what was it about her that made you feel Mm. that way about her so soon
1: um the innocence maybe she's you know, glasses, nerdy-looking, pretty. I don't know. It's just something about it. I just had a soft spot for her, for whatever reason. Um. Yeah, and you know, Chinese girl. So it's just one of those things.
0: What do you mean by Chinese girl? Chinese girl. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Is that the way I say it? Oh, sorry. I, yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. I just like Asian. I guess yeah okay it's that's normal but um i've had white girls and all that stuff but i just asians i prefer
0: okay mm. and do you know if she was into you from
1: the get-go mm, she seemed like she was but she probably wasn't as much that's what that's what she tells me because i'm a white i'm a foreigner and all that stuff and so maybe she wasn't as much um this is what i pick up on But what she liked was the unknown factor because she hadn't been with a white guy before. So it was like, I don't know, something new maybe.
0: So she was at UC and she was studying. Yeah. And she would have been like in her late 20s. Was she doing like postgraduate studies or?
1: She was was doing um, economics, maths. I don't know. Postgraduate, I'm not sure. Mm. but she had like five different classes and she was always studying always so she'd sometimes she'd bring her books here and she'd study here and just i just leave her and she'd do her thing
0: so she was from China
1: she was from China yeah yeah
0: and she was here just on like a student visa. A student visa something? yeah
1: that's right she was on a student visa
0: okay and so um, how long was she due to be here for
1: hmm I think about two, three years, for for a while, for a while, so things um, with our relationship sort of progressed and um, eventually, I think it was sort of out of the blue, she just quit her studies, she was, you know, granted a lot of money, obviously, by her family and um, she quit her studies and went back overseas.
0: When was this?
1: This was probably like a year after we were seeing each other. And um, yeah, yeah, just got like a phone call saying I quit everything and I'm going to leave. And I tried to keep her, her, but yeah, can't do that. Can't make someone stay. It felt like every time we were talking and having a chat, it would just lead to like an argument, which was strange because we'd never argue. But she wanted to go and I had to let her go.
0: Did she say why she made this sudden decision?
1: She, um, well, I thought maybe she would have been pregnant. But she would not, um, you know, we, yeah, there was no tests or anything and we wouldn't, didn't really know. And, um, I think she just freaked out and just, yeah.
0: What did she freak out about?
1: I don't
0: know. So she never told you what she freaked out about and why she decided to go home? I guess,
1: yeah, she did. I mean, I think more or less, um, if she was pregnant, which I I suspected, she would go back overseas and have the kid there. Yeah, being with her mum, and she just wanted to be with her family. Being in, in Australia all alone, in a country, you know, it's only me here, but you know, I'm not her family and She then she speaks English quite well, but it's just different. She just didn't have anyone here. So she was feeling very isolated from what I understand.
0: So she went back? Yep. Yeah. And um what happened after that?
1: Uh well she went back and we mm. I tried to contact her a lot, and it was the minimum contact for a while, for for at least, I think, four to five months. It was a bit of contact, but it wasn't a lot.
0: And what had you kind of decided about your relationship?
1: Um, well, I was... Well, I still had feelings for her and all that stuff, so if she was pregnant, I would would want to be there for the, for the kid, and I would just run out, even though it's funny because when that all happened... You know, friends will give you advice and some will give you good advice. Some will give you not so good advice. Nobody really knows.
0: But did you guys break up before she left?
1: Um, She, actually we did. Yeah, funny that. We did break up. Um, Yeah. That's a, probably about a week before she left. She said, yeah, we need to break up. And I thought that was out of the blue. Usually you sense things and I didn't sense it. or well, I was too... Maybe in denial, I don't know. But I didn't sense it. But so,
0: you guys had been fighting, though, right? Uh,
1: that, was, uh, that was just before she left. Yeah, yeah. Just before she left. And it wasn't like fighting, bad fighting or anything. Or There was no screaming, there was no swearing. It was just... To me, it felt like I was fighting. And,
0: and so she went back to China. That's right. And who was the one who kind of initiated more contact would you say
1: i felt like i did at the time um but oh let's say 50 50. but i think i felt like i did at the start and then eventually as time went on then she started initiating more contact but at the start I, I tried to do video chat with her and like but she didn't want to do any of that
0: so what was it that was motivating you to contact her
1: I don't know. I guess a sense of responsibility, at least, because a lot of people were saying, "Why are you even bothering?" So I felt like something happened, and maybe a part of it. Let's find out what it is. And yeah, it's very difficult when someone's overseas. It was, yeah, it was a pretty rough time, I guess. But um, uh, yeah, we're just in contact for a while, and and as time went on, you know, she's yeah had the child, but I didn't really know she was even pregnant for a long time because I was asking for photos and things, and I didn't get to see much of that so
0: so when did you learn that she was pregnant?
1: full pregnant, probably when she was probably around here, whatever that is six months, five months down the track,
0: but she was over in China, so you couldn't actually see the size of her belly.
1: not really no, only only photos and
0: okay so so how does she like break the news to you
1: hmm I'm pregnant
0: so do you know how far into her pregnancy she told you
1: um it was months in probably I think five months or something but I had a hint that she was pregnant before she went overseas or something was not right something there was something going on mm. yeah good sense it
0: And so, how did you feel when she confirmed what you'd been thinking?
1: Um, I was happy, but I was also a little bit upset as well. You know, I was upset because I'm in Australia and she's over there. And we didn't, you know, we we talked about it and stuff like that, but there could have been more communication, I felt, at the time. Um, But it's all good. I was happy, though, for the most part.
0: What was it that you were happy about? Um,
1: you know, having a, you know, having a a kid, um, it's probably about time, you know, being my age.
0: So she's back home and she's pregnant. Yep, that's right, yeah. Do you know how her family felt about the situation?
1: Um, I thought they might have been upset about it, um, but from what I, well, after I went overseas, I did go overseas, um, her dad wanted her to stay, she would have stayed, but her mum was fine for her to go, um, Go where, sorry? Sorry, sorry. um, Her father wished she'd stayed in Australia, but her mother was okay for her to go back overseas. Mm. Her parents are fine now. They might have been upset at the time, probably upset at the time, I would would imagine. But the abortion rate in China is pretty high, so I thought they would have just got, you know, if they didn't want to have a kid, just... Yeah. Which I wouldn't have had much say in it if that happened.
0: Did you go over to China for her birth?
1: Uh, No, I actually didn't. Yeah, and that's one thing I did regret, but I did try to. Um, I got there just after. It was... um, uh, I worked for the government, so I gave them advance warning, at least months and months and months advance warning, but giving this story to security and yeah it sounded like to them it was like well, don't go overseas it's a bad idea and I, you know it's like cuz it's china yes and they're on the high red zone but not just that too it just the it just didn't sound authentic to people i guess that didn't really know me that well and they just thought didn't take it seriously
0: what about your story do you think doesn't sound credible
1: um i thought um what do i think no 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 i think it sounds credible i think it's fine Mm. because it's me but i think maybe because it might sound like oh some chicks you know coming to australia trying to get a visa or something like that and the typical story but it wasn't that it really wasn't
0: so when did you arrive in china how how old was your daughter
1: She, mm, she was a few months old i guess yeah it took a while to get there it took a while and then i got there and it was yeah it was good it was good to see her yeah yeah i have a photo of her oh, i have to get it. um i have several photos her actually mostly videos we chat we chat yes it's good
0: She looks very
1: cute. Yeah, she's very beautiful. Mm. Sorry, I'm flicking through this. Hopefully I don't flick through something. What were the videos? Oh, I'll show you. That's her, yep. Oh. Mm. Looks like me, right? (laughs)
0: Yeah, probably
1: the eyes, maybe. The eyes, yeah. Uh, The videos is her blowing bubbles.
0: So where was that? That's in China. It was. It looks like it's in a park somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's at, It's at a um, like a community where they where they stay. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I've, yeah, plenty more. And it's uh, I think trying to poop.
0: <laughs> she's uh, standing and she's fully clothed, wearing sneakers and holding a, a half-eaten banana. A half-eaten banana, yeah. And why do you think she's trying to? What makes you think she's? Oh,
1: that's to- what I was told. I oh. don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So apparently she was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she is making a an interesting pose. Yeah. She's like leaning against a table, kind of. Her
1: sister. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was, and that's. That's her. Yeah, cute kid.
0: What's the most? So were they the most recent photos?
1: These, yeah, these are just like from like a week ago. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So how many times have you seen her?
1: I've seen her twice face-to-face, but then we do video chat a lot, so. Mm.
0: So do you video chat with your daughter like once a week or is it more often than that?
1: Uh, every night. Every night? Every okay. night. I try I, I try to. There, there are times where it'll be like nine o'clock at night or something like that, and they'll be out because it's three, time, three hours time difference in China, so um, sometimes I miss out, but most of the time we do it. Mm. Yeah. But she's always watching cartoons, so she likes Peppa Pig, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to um, take her attention away.
0: So, what is it that, you know, you would ask her? I mean, I don't know what her language levels are like, and is she, like, learning English?
1: She's learning a little bit of English. She knows Mandarin and Cantonese. Right. She knows simple things like, hello, how are you?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So how do you manage to talk to her then?
1: It's difficult. Yeah. Just little words like that and just faces. and I, I can't speak Chinese too fluent, so it's very difficult.
0: Do you feel like these nightly video chats helps you to properly be part of your daughter's life? Or? I, th-
1: I think so, yeah. I think if we didn't do it, um, she wouldn't know who I am, at least. And she can recognise me. As soon as she sees me, she says, Daddy, in her voice.
0: Mm.
1: And she smiles, so it's nice. I don't know, as she gets older, what she'll remember, but she knows it now, so.
0: Does she say daddy in just English? English, yeah. Okay.
1: English, yeah. Daddy. That's yeah. <laughs> funny.
0: Does she speak in, like, Mandarin to you sometimes, or?
1: Uh, She will if, um, like, when I was over there, and I was sitting next to her and watching cartoons, and... I sort of interrupted her. She was watching cartoons. Bad idea. She would um, say in I think Mandarin or Cantonese, you know, I'm busy. Leave me alone or something like that. Just, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay.
0: How did that feel?
1: I thought it was cute, but I thought, oh, it's all right. It's all right. I was okay with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, you know, she's a kid and she may not understand just how long you have with her in person she doesn't than you do yeah exactly
1: you know? yeah that's that's exactly right she doesn't understand and that's what i acknowledge there'd be like a video like a video chat would be doing and she's her mom's like talk to daddy mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. watching cartoons i'm like oh i'm thinking oh i probably won't talk to her for like two days but that's okay she doesn't understand so i'm not really that. Yeah. It, it, it hurts but it's like there's nothing you can do hmm
0: mm. <laughs> yeah, but you're conscious of just you know it's like, but if we don't talk now, then we won't talk for two days, or yes, you know, come on, kid, we've gotta to try to make every minute count,
1: <laughs> exactly, make every minute count, I'm yeah, very aware of that, but when she's only that age, it's there's nothing you can do
0: mm.
1: <laughs> even if she even if I tell her and she goes, yes, yes, she'll forget mm. yeah, so. Nothing you can do. Mm. Yeah.
0: So when did you last see her?
1: Face to face. Mm-hmm. Uh it was last um last October. Yeah. So it's been a while.
0: And how long have you managed to spend in her company? Two weeks. Each time?
1: Yeah, two weeks each time. Which is not very long. But I have to save the leave and if I want to go over again and yeah. Mm. Not easy to go there where I work, but it's getting, it's getting better now since they understand my story and yeah, I'd like to stay longer, but it feels like two weeks is uh, it's not a long time, but at the first time I went there, I felt like I was intruding. I just didn't, I don't know. I just, just this way I felt I was late to the party. I thought, geez, what's this guy doing? Just showing up in the middle of nowhere, you know? Um, yeah. but it was fine after, after a while.
0: So, how did it feel to see Natasha for the first time?
1: It was very cool, very cool. Yeah, she was tiny, um, like a little ball. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was really happy, really happy. She was too small to maybe know who I was, just being a little baby and crying. She was crawling at the time. She's walking now. The second time was a lot easier because as soon as she saw me, she says like, Daddy, we did video chat before that, so she knows me as dad. So, and when she grabbed onto me, she wouldn't let go, which was interesting.
0: So, when you went to see her that first time, and she was ah, only first time, yeah. you know a few months old, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and you only had two weeks with her, yeah, how was it to have to come back here?
1: Uh, it was annoying, um, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty sad
0: what were
1: you sad about leaving the, the the child and just not be able to see her again for a long time even even the mother as well and just wanting to have more time to resolve things and talk about things and spend more time with each other and you know yeah simple things like that um but it's important to keep doing things and keep busy and doing your own thing and because if I dwelled about it and Everyone was worried about me. They're like, "Oh, you okay?" I'd go off for long drives, just drive to Sydney or something, get lost for ages. But it wasn't because I was going to do something stupid to myself. It's just I just want to do my own thing. But I was cool. I was all right. Yeah, because I knew there was a healthy child, beautiful child.
0: How did you feel about becoming a father?
1: I'm okay with it. Um, happy. Happy, yeah, yeah. I, I guess if this happened ten years ago, I might have thought differently, or, but um, yeah, because it's not the second time. It's not the first time I could have been a dad. I could have been a dad ten years ago, but that's another story. <laughs> so um, yeah, I was really happy. How can you not be happy having a kid? Even if you, even if I didn't want to have the kid, after seeing the child. I was, I was, I was okay. Yeah.
0: Do you think that it makes much of a difference to your daughter not having you around in this kind of early point in her life?
1: Hmm. I reckon it would, but talking to some friends that have kids and even myself looking back. I had no memories up until I was like three or four or five. Of course, I'm missing out right now. And she probably is too, but she has a mum as well. so.
0: What do you think you're missing?
1: Uh, just little things. Um, you know, seeing her walk for the first time, talk for the first time, little things like that, or, you know, just everything. Everything that comes with being a kid. I do see it on video and I do see it in you know face to face when I was over there but it's like I'm a dad but I'm not a dad.
0: <laughs> so she's almost 2 and you're trying to go through the process of hopefully being reunited with her here in Australia.
1: Absolutely, yeah. That's right. So we're going through the process um to to get her over here, uh, which is uh, it's it's taking a while. Yeah. All the paperwork's done and everything, but it's just taking a, a, a quite a while.
0: So, what's the kind of goal or the dream?
1: The dream is to for us to all be together and give it a go, and have my daughter here, and um, at least have her in Australia, and for my mother and my family, my brothers and sisters, for them to have a a niece. But it's all the dilemma is her leaving her other grandparents as well behind and it's, it's a tough one
0: what would you do if it doesn't happen well mm. i
1: mean
0: like does that mean you know that both of them wouldn't get the visa to come here or just
1: just the mum? i think yeah. and then the kid would
0: okay and so then you would become the single parent
1: the single parent here, yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah. It's just one of the things we talked about we can sort of travel in between every now and then but I don't know I don't know how yeah that's the worst case scenario
0: Is one of the scenarios that you would move to China
1: I don't I don't think so I mean yeah it's something I have to think about but it's a big decision to make and you know I don't I don't know if she would want me to do that to be honest From what I understand um Sammy want, she really wants Natasha to grow up in Australia. That's her wish. And of course, I would love that too. hmm Yeah. But, um, best case scenario, her to be here. All three. Yeah.
0: Well, it'd certainly be interesting to have either one or both of them here. It'd certainly be a big change for you.
1: Big change, yes. Completely. Because right now, I'm just like this... I can sort of do what I want. I mean, not do what I want, but just... You know, go to sleep when I want, wake up when I want, watch movies when I want, just go for joy rides, which I do a lot. I just drive. So, hmm. But that's going to change because I'll have a kid, and she'll always be here, and I have to divert my attention to her. I'm savoring every moment right now, but then again, I'm sort of empty as well. There's, a, there's an emptiness, and I just feel like, um, yeah. It's pretty tough at the start. Like, I got to say, like a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, yeah. It's really bad.
0: What was bad?
1: I just, everything, I just couldn't, um, like, I was fine, but um, everyone was sort of worried about me. I, I'd go off with these, all my close friends and stuff that have kids, you know, they'd invite me over and I said, no, I'm just out. And they go, where are you? I, go, I look on the map and I go, oh, New South Wales, somewhere in New South Wales yeah just sort of just driving and just doing that but i was okay but it just i don't know it's one of those things that um if what it was is having the daughter that's what that was the big one having having a child having that responsibility of having a kid you know going to sleep at night waking up going oh shit, i got a daughter it's weird i couldn't blank it out some people would say oh You got a kid? That's fine. It's easy. Just, you know, forget about it. Start a new family.
0: No Wait, what?
1: Well, I know, right? So some of the advice I was given from people was like, okay, so you got a daughter? I go, yeah. Don't worry about it. Just move on. See her when she's 18 and just move on and start a new family in Australia. It'll be fine. You can do that. I was going, shit, some people can do that, but I I can't do that. I, I tried. I mean, I really thought about it and then I... It's always that feeling. It's always there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't understand how those people could say that or, or feel that way. You've got to think about how that person is going to feel for those 17 to 18 years. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. And, and it's like, w- w- that's such arrogance to think that you could just pick things up 18 years later and expect that that child will have no grudges and will be totally happy to welcome you back into their life.
1: 100%. Yeah, 100%. There are some people that feel that way, some people close to me, family members. So, you know, I'm surprised, to be honest. I was shocked. I was like, maybe that's easy for you to do. And maybe you've done that already. (laughs) So, but not for me. When this all happened, like, I, I talked to a lot of people and no one, no one knows. Just, it's, a, it's either one way or another. It's like, don't go overseas. You're stupid if you go overseas. You'll be the biggest idiot if you go overseas. Don't go over there.
0: What do you mean, don't go over there? Like, just don't move don't, there? Don't go, don't go, don't like go. don't visit?
1: Don't visit, yeah, yeah. It's probably not your kid anyway. Oh, she probably just wanted, like, a... All this crazy, It's just the typical response the knee-jerk reaction. And I'm sure people are just trying to protect me. As they, friends and family would do. But I don't know. It wasn't like the best advice. Some some people just say, do what you got to do. Make your own decision. And that's the way I wanted to do things. So, yeah. It's just a part of being a, a man, I guess. And an adult. You got to just do your own thing.
0: But you know that Natasha is your daughter. Yeah, she's
1: my daughter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not the fact that she looks like me, but also like we we had to do blood tests and all that for immigration and all that. And yeah, 99.9999999%, whatever that is.
0: If it's a case that, you know, all the visas, you go through the visa process and everything gets sorted. And, you know, if they were to end up here, when do you think that would all have happened?
1: Mm, Could be in the next year next year yeah one year from now maybe depending how quick immigration is It's 24 months when you put your application in 12 to 24 months or something it's been over a year now so it could be end of the year it could be yeah it's quite a while
0: so what are you going to do in the meantime
1: i have no idea no i do um just work just work um play music Mm, sing mm, do some more guitar I think um things are gonna work out just fine I think things are gonna be good in the future I think they're um things have to take its course so I time has to take its course we'll see how things go yeah
0: As Matthew and I spoke, he received news from immigration. Their application was approved. Sammy and Natasha will be joining him here in Canberra in September. been listening to love canberra this show is written and produced by me ivana ho the theme music is by proletaire if you have a story you'd like to share do get in touch at love at gmail.com see you next time